Welcome to the Carolyn Shuttlesworth Podcast, where we'll dive deep into the Word of God, build strong faith, and finish the devil. Here's your host, author, speaker, and nonstop mom, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. So during my time of prayer and uh, starting this fast, you know, any of you have followed me last year, I really was... uh, the Lord gave me a word at the beginning of the year, Numbers 13. And it's not a separate word from what I received from my pastor, you know, on the word of the Lord night. And it's not a separate word from what, you know, my husband gets uh, for the year of transformation. It actually goes right along the lines. But, you know, when you see something in the word of God and it becomes a light, like a light turns on in your spirit, man, and it's called revelation. When you get that word in your spirit, you visualize it, you see it. So we have to see stuff. So, you know, I'm going to talk about today, the power of our mind, because that is a huge leader today in everything that we do. Our mind can, can really control somebody. That's why the Bible is big on what? Putting on the mind of Christ, right? Um, it talks about transforming your mind. It talks about uh, having a sound mind, Right. And so it's very important that we get this to have a successful year in 2023, period. If we're going to latch on to this word, if we're going to take time to not eat, eating's important, guys. I like eating. I'm a foodie. Food is good. Food is made for our bodies. But if we're going to take this time to be like, listen, I'm pushing the plate away because there are some things that God has promised me. Okay, so maybe there were some things in 2022 that you didn't quite see. Don't put them on the back shelf. Don't say, well, I guess it's not for me. Let's activate our faith. Let's turn our faith on and say, listen, there are still a few little things that were left over from last year that I said I wanted, I said I was gonna see, including the things I'm believing for for this year. Don't write things off. Let's get them. Let's pull them in from the supernatural into the natural. And so I was asking the Lord and I was praying, hey, Bobby, so good to see you. And um, I was like, Lord, we need to understand the power of the mind. You know, uh, we just gave a book away um, and I called it the title of what she always says is the mental arena. So uh, Pastor Nancy Dufresne out in uh, California Uh, has a powerful ministry. I mean, she is somebody I look up to greatly. Uh, We just gave her book away uh, last month as our offer, and you will be so blessed by her. But if you don't know her, um, her and her husband, powerful ministers, he went home to be with the Lord several years back. She's still cranking out ministry, has a huge ministry, has a huge school out there in Marietta, California. And I listen to her often. There's not many uh, women that I can listen to because I want certain things, right? You want certain things. I want to feel the gift of faith. I want to be empowered. I want to know the correct word of God. And so she's somebody I look up to highly. And so she always uses this phrase, um, the mental arena, And, you know, I think of that word arena because, you know, I I took up uh, boxing and kickboxing uh, last month. Now, I've put it on hold for these three weeks because I used to, when I was younger, try to do the whole, like, be consistent with my schedule. Like, oh, yeah, I'll still go to the gym, but I'm not eating and stuff. And it just, it was not good for me. Um, I just, it takes too much of, you know, I'll go play pickleball. I'll go ride bikes with the kids. I'll still do things like that. But to exude that much energy, it's like, no, I'm going to have to change my schedule up. I'm going to take these three weeks. They're going to look different. I'm going to set them aside. Um, So I don't do any of that hardcore stuff until after the fast. Uh, But I was thinking of the word arena. And it is. Your mind is like that. Your mind, it's it's constantly, right? We're constantly, we got to, it's our Bible talks about our flesh warring with our spirit and, and, and taking our thoughts captive and teaching them to obey Christ. That's in Colossians. So we have to over, you know, um, Joyce Myers has a book out called The Battlefield of the Mind. 
So it is an arena. It is a battlefield. And our mind has so, so much power that I was like, you know what, Lord, that's going to be like a, a theme for me this year. That if we don't get control of our mind, if we don't get control of our thoughts, because our thoughts have to line up with God's thoughts. I'm going to get into this verse in a little bit. But if, you know, we read where it says, Jesus says, you know, I don't do anything unless I see my father do it. I don't say anything unless, you know, so we have to be the same way. So we're going to take this year, we're going to take this, this time that we're setting aside for prayer and fasting, and we're going to align our thoughts with what God has for us. Because we're not going to receive what God has for us if our thoughts, if our mind are, is not lined up with the word of God. We're just not going to. Um, in Hebrews 4, 2, it says, For good news came to us just as to them, but the message they heard did not benefit them because they, not us, we have faithful ears. We have ears open to the word of God. You're sitting here listening to this hour broadcast because you are ready to go deeper into the things of God. You're hungry for the anointing. So you're not the they that they're talking about here in Hebrews 4 too, because they are not united by faith with those who listen. So today I ask you, and, and, and the broadcast that my nephew's doing, um, I'll mention it again at the end, but he's, he's taking your teenagers. He's taking the youth to another level every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday during the fast. Jump, jump on at 7 p.m. Get your kids involved at 7 to 8. The, he, he's giving the word and he's praying with them. This is not, you know, this year my, my daughter's getting ready to turn 13. And I said to her, you know, in our books, it's just a side note before I get started. But in our books, I will marry him. Um, and uh, hey, Janine. And I, uh, I asked her, I said, listen, now that you're getting older, I said, what is it you want to do for the fast? You're going to have to prompt your kids. You know, I'll get messages from parents and they're all worried about their kids. And, and you know, my five-year-old didn't come out and want to do devotions with me today. They're five. They're five. You know, when they're, when they're 15 and they're having issues, then that's one thing. And they're 25 and they're 35. But when they're five, you're going to have to prompt stuff. My older daughter is 12. I still prompt stuff with her. I still say, hey, you got your Bible reading done? Are you going to read your Bible? Most, most of the time I leave it up to her. She's very responsible, but we're still in the training phase, right? Train them now, won't depart later. So I asked her, I said, you're getting older now. Is there something you want to do to, par to participate in the fast? And she came back and she said, mom, I'll give up a meal. And you know, we always say in, in Ted's books, we're like, listen, kids don't fast, young kids don't fast. And it's true because they got nutrients, they're learning. Uh, this is a major time of growth and development for them. So don't withhold food from your kids. But at, at 12, going on 13, there was a time where now we're getting into different responsibilities spiritually. And I asked her and I said, hey, um, is there something you want to do? And she said, mom, I'll give up a meal. I won't eat breakfast, dinner will be my last meal, and then my next meal will be lunch. And she's been doing it on day three. And Maddie, I'm proud of you. I haven't told you yet because I'm proud of you, Maddie. <laughs> she's back there running the camera. All hands on deck, especially when we have like 19 broadcasts every day. Everybody's working in the studio. Um, but I'm proud of her. But I had to prompt it, and that's a job as a parent to pull them in Okay, she's been watching us fast forever. We've been fasting her whole entire life. In fact, when Ted was, when I had Maddie, Ted was just finishing up the fast in January. So I mean, like her whole life, she's seen it. But now, let's step into it. Let's step into it. Uh, our kids are going to go higher this year. Our kids are going on a deeper level. They're not going to look like everybody else. They're not going to smell like everybody else. They're not going to talk. They're not going to act. When you, when you present, a, uh, I've, I feel like, you know, I, people laugh and they say, smell like everybody else. Let me tell you, people can stink <laughs> and you don't just need <laughs> perfume. I, I'm, gonna, I'm coming back, guys. Don't worry. I'm coming back to what I'm going to teach on. But, you know, I, I feel it strong on our kids as the world grows darker 
and, and, and as, you, as glory fills your body, you're not going to be stinky. There's not stinky angels and Jesus isn't stinky in heaven. So like you guys could chuckle and say like, what does she mean? You're going to smell different. Everybody, everything about your children are going to be completely different. This is a year of transformation. Hey, Tyra, and we're going to take that by the horns, right? Ladies that are watching, we're taking that. This is a year that's going to be different. By the time December 2023 comes to an end, we're all looking different. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> that's right, Grace. No smelly kids in Jesus' name. Uh, but we're going to. We're going to look different. And so as I started with Hebrews 4.2, my point is we're not going to be those people where we all hear the same thing. And then they're like, didn't use it, okay? We're, we are the ones that are gonna take this and we're gonna have a year of transformation. Okay, so our mind, the power of the mind. Sometimes we overthink things and, and, and people have reached out to me for things, for questions. Uh, lots of times I'll start with stuff and my sentence will be, let's not overthink it. Because when we let our mind, now we don't, we think things through. That's where we have to learn to balance things. Of course, we're going to uh, think things through because we're smart, right? We're smart. We're full of wisdom. But sometimes when I say we overthink things, we let the voices, we let uh, situations, we let uh, the enemy uh, talk us out of what God has for us. And this is a year where we're going to get our mind under control. In Jesus name, this is a year where we're going to get our mind under control because God has big things for us to receive and he has big things for us to do. And if our mind is not in, if our mind is in control and we're not operating by our spirit and we're not being led by the spirit and we're letting things take over, then we're not, we are not going to get what God has for us. We're not going to get what God has for us. So we overthink things. Our mind talks us out of things. Our mind can be loud. Um, our mind will try to control us. But the Bible says to what? To renew our mind day by day. And that's what we're doing. Every day we're, we're, you know, what does the Bible say? The washing of the word. Well, why, why do we take showers? Why do we take baths? Why do we wash our dishes after we eat? Because we're cleaning what was dirty. The washing of the word. It's going to cleanse our heart. It's going to cleanse our mind, our thoughts. And so we're going to take that serious this year because I thought, you know what? There are big things, big things with the church, big things with the building, big things for the people that are connected to our ministry that have decided to move down. I'm believing, like I, I'm latching my faith on with many people, people who are believing for babies. Those are I mean, big things. Everything is big. Okay, so don't be like, well, he pays attention to this. She needs a healing. So, you know, maybe God doesn't care about uh, exactly what I'm doing. Uh, but no, big things in Jesus name for all of us. And I'm latching my faith on with you. There's there is unity, right? There is power when there's unity. And we are latching our faith on with you to see these big things uh, happen in 2023. And so I want our minds to be right. I want to lay the foundation today so we can get what God has for us. All right. In Second uh, Timothy 1.7, we know that God says he has not given us a spirit of fear, but a sound mind. What is a sound mind, right? A mind of peace, mind of faith, a disciplined mind. Okay. We don't just we, we got a, not, thoughts everywhere, just floating around. And if we want to grab one, we'll pull it down. No, a disciplined mind God has given us. Um, he's given us a controlled mind and a renewed mind. It's a year of transformation. We're not just saying the word transformation to sound cool, to sound spiritual, to sound like, ooh, big words, you know, da, da, da. No, it, it's something that Ted and I wholeheartedly believe 
that we're not going to recognize this ministry by the end of the year. We're not going to recognize ourselves. We're not going to recognize our bank account. I'm not going to recognize my family in Jesus' name, my kids, because it's a year of transformation. And when you get a word, you latch onto it with bulldog faith that we're not letting go. And so it says, transformation happens as our mind is renewed, I wrote down. Transformation in our marriages. How many people, you know, I'm not asking you guys like to raise your hand or anything and let me know. I'm just saying how many people in, that we know, how many people out there where they, they need like God to come in and just completely rearrange and transform marriages. What about health in our body? There's people believing out there for major things, new organs, blood being cleansed, eyes being healed, right? So we need God to come in and take that situation and transform it the way that he created us to be, which is happy, healthy, and whole. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lost. Amen. Okay, so transform our health, transform our finances, okay? We, 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 there's things, you know, we're like, listen, my finances need an overhaul. I need, we're, so we're going to get into a year of seed time and harvest. There's a principle behind uh, increased finances. There is an action you take now it, 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 and it starts off feeling tight. I'm not teaching on this today, but it starts off feeling tight. You know, sometimes you're like, I don't know if I have that to give. Be prompted by the Holy Spirit and make this a year of I'm going to transform my finances. I'm going to get a hold of this seed time and harvest principle and teaching. And I'm not going to put my nose up at it. And I'm not going to get funny with money, but I'm going to learn it. I'm going to apply it. And I'm going to see God transform my finances in 2023, right? Amen. Transform uh, the way we speak. We're going to change our speaking. We're going to say, just like what God would, what the Lord said in, in the Bible, I, I'm going to do what I've seen my father do. I'm going to say what he says. We're, that's all we're going to be. Let's take this year to be a, a, a mouthpiece, a vessel for the Lord, for the Holy Spirit. If it's unpleasing and it works against the Bible, it works against his word, it's negative. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to give leeway to the enemy. I'm not, it doesn't matter how frustrating the moment might be, right? In that moment, you could feel like, you know what? I don't know where God is. I asked him to show up. Nothing is changing. Things feel worse. And then so people throw their hands up. Well, this might not work. I guess this doesn't work. No, absolutely not. He's not a man that he does not lie. So he's not a liar. What do we have to do? We have to work the word. We've got to control our thoughts. We got to get out of uh, the, the negativity zone. We got to stay in joy. It's how we handle this stuff. He's not moved that way. He didn't lie. His word says one thing. And so we have to make sure we stick with it. So we're going to transform the way we speak and the way we think. The power of the mind is so great. I'm going to go through a couple cool things today that I was looking through in the Bible. And um, I'm going to start with Romans 12 too. Do not copy the behavior and the customs of this world. I'm huge on that. Everybody knows I am big on not being like the world. I don't want to be anything like something that I'm not, they're not rooting for me. They don't care about me. They want me dead. They want me unhealthy. They want me uh, shot up with a bunch of stuff. They, they don't care about us. They're not concerned with our well-being, okay? Of course, we're concerned with theirs. That's why we get people saved. But the world is not concerned with our well-being. But Jesus is, our heavenly father is. So look, don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world. But let God transform. There's our key word. There's our word for this year. Transform you into a new person by what? Changing the way you think. Some of us, <clears throat> well, let me finish the verse real quick. Then, we will, then you will learn to know God's will for you, right? When we know 
our identity in Christ. When we know what God has for us, we will not be moved. We will not be moved. So it's which is good and pleasing and perfect. God's will for you is good, it's pleasing, and it's perfect. I want God's goodwill. I want his pleasing will, and I want what's perfect. Who doesn't want what's perfect? Does somebody want something that's refurbished with dents and scratches and used? Or does somebody want something given to us that's perfect? You got that plastic seal, you know, that's over the screen, and you're like, no scratches on the screen. That was my sound of the plastic coming off of it. (laughs) Sometimes, like, I've gotten new cars before, and I'm like, Don't take that off the screen yet, you know, because you're like, once you do that, it's almost like the newness is gone, right? So we want what's perfect. God has something perfect for you. And we're going to not let our mind talk us out of it. We're not going to let our mind control us and take over. That's not the people we are. That's uh, That's not what we're called to do and to be like. You like that, Alex? I hate ASMR. I don't, none none of it, everything annoys me. Just give me a fan sound and I'm good. I don't want people eating hairbrushes. I don't want to hear people slop their lollipop. I don't want people to go like this. None of that's relaxing. It makes me want to come over. So no ASMR for me, Alex. (laughs) All right. So we have to make renewing of our mind, um, a priority for this, really for this fast. Because for me, I feel like during this fast, it's like the launching pad, right? For me, it's like, I feel like I see a catapult, it's it's pulling back, it's pulling back, it's pulling back for the 21 days, and it's getting ready to launch me into the rest of the year. So if we can get this during our time of prayer and fasting, prayer and fasting, prayer and fasting, then we're getting ready to be launched into a running position for the rest of the year. So it's important each morning, each night, you're a part of what we're doing, what we're offering. I mean, I don't know how people not like listen to preaching and get involved in stuff when they're on a fast because it fills me up. It gets me excited. Um, All right, so we have to renew our mind and make it a priority. We will seek out certain things, um, but uh, what we do is going to affect our thinking. All right, Proverbs 23, 7. As a man thinks, what is it? So is he. As a man thinks, so is he. We don't live a life of confusion. We know our identity in Christ. Our mind is important. We must be thinkers like the verse says above, but we got to let God change our way of thinking, our way of thinking. So we're going to take control of our mind, refuse to turn it over to the enemy. Um, all right. What we believe, we need to rest it on a firm foundation. I've spoken on this before, firm foundation. If we don't have one, if we don't have anything to set anything on, like, if I just try to set this, I won't do it because I've got electronics in the table. But if I try to just hold my can in the air and let go and, you know, here, I'm going to set this pin on this firm foundation. Oh, wait, there's no foundation up here? Uh, what? Oh, no, it just falls. It lands on the firm foundation. It lands on the firm foundation. All right. So the word of God's our firm foundation. We're going to take what he tells us this year and we're going to take that and lay it on the firm foundation and see what God has for us. There's big things I'm believing God for. The biggest things I've ever believed for in my life. We gave the biggest offering we've ever given. Uh, each year goes up, but this by far blew every other out, a year out of the water. And so there's big things. You want big things, you give big things. You want big things, you believe for big things. You want big things, you better speak it, you better see it. So look what we go into in Genesis 12 for Abraham. And it's kind of a weird thing to start, but I was thinking of great faith. And of course, Abram and then turning into Abraham 
came into my mind, but I was reading chapter 12 and I'm reading chapter 13 and I'm reading uh, 14 and I get to 15. Um, and there's a few things I made note of. And, and we know that what? That, that God and told Abram at the time before he was Abraham, but he told him that you are gonna have many descendants, right? Many descendants. Did he have any descendants besides, you know, um, uh, Isaac there? Did he have anything from Sarah? No, she had never gotten pregnant. He didn't have a son with his wife. He's out there looking going, hmm, okay. So in verse uh, seven, it says, then the Lord appeared to Abram and said, I will give you this land to your descendants. Okay, he didn't have anything at the time, but God's prepping him. God needed him to see it in his mind because the power of the mind is so strong that if we can get the right things in our mind and dwell on the right things, right? Then our mind is connected with our heavenly father. Then we're gonna produce and we're gonna see and we're gonna have and we're gonna hold what God has for us if we can get our mind on the right things. If we renew our mind in God's word, right? We're washing it, we're cleansing it with the word of God. Then what we see will be what our father sees, what he's deposited in us. He, that's the whole thing. He wants us to see with our supernatural eyes. If we can get that vision in our mind, uh, my, my pastor puts it this way, and paints it on the canvas of our heart, it's ours. It's ours. So if we can get that for 2023 in our year of transformation, that we're going to transform our mind and we're going to get what God has for us, we're not going to have any problems. You're going to be pulling things in left and right. Oh, I got that report. Oh, I got that favor today. Oh, thank you. That, you know, you just walk consistently in expectation for what God has for you every day. But it's renewing the mind. And that's what I'm trying to get across today that the Lord told me that if I want to see these things, I'm going to have to transform my mind with the word of God because I need to um, not believe any, nobody else is going to help me out there in the world. The government wants to do things. They want to put you in fear. They want to take away your finances. They, they're, they're all about taking away when God is about not even addition, he's about multiplication, okay? His ways are better. All right, so Abraham, a great man of faith, God instructed him, uh, you're gonna have uh, all of this for your descendants. And he's looking out going, okay, don't have anything right now, uh, but God said it, all right. Well, who, what do we do all the time? We have to be told lots of things over and over again. Abraham was a great man of faith. They, we, we'll go to it in a minute in chapter 15 where it said, and, and God counted him as righteous. But he had to tell Abraham a few times in these different chapters, listen, go look at the stars. Go <laughs> look again, try again. It was like that, that old game I had in the 80s, like the spelling thing, look again, try again. And so that's God. Listen, he worked with these men of God. What do you think he worked with Moses, right? Moses was talking to the burning bush, literally talking to God, a bush on fire that had a voice. And he's saying, can't do this, God. You know, a, a major supernatural thing is happening in front of him. And he's like, mm, I don't think I'm cut out for this. I don't think I'm called to this. I don't speak very well. Like tried to step out of it all the time. But God had to tell him over and over again, I will help you. You are called. You are doing this. So don't give up on yourself. Don't think that you can't do this. Don't think that you don't have faith because, you know, um, you let go on something for a little bit or your mind went a different direction and, and you're coming back around. Don't get down on yourself. Let's just get back up and be like, okay, God said it. I'm going to have it. Let's walk. Lock, let's walk forward in what God has for us. So look at over in chapter 13. It said again, after Lot had gone, so 12, we read that it said the Lord appeared to him and said, I'll give you the land. Okay. Now we have traveled. Some time has passed. We're going to, we're going to chapter 13. 
after Lot had gone, the Lord said to Abram, okay, he's telling you again, uh, look out as far as you can see in every direction, north, south, east, and west. I'm giving you all this land as far as you can see to you and your descendants as a permanent possession. And I will give you so many descendants that like the dust of the earth, they cannot be counted. Okay, still he doesn't have a baby. Sarah has never had a baby and he's getting told this great and mighty uh, word from God. And so what? So he had to be told again. <laughs> he had to be told again. So that's why I'm saying don't get down on yourself if you have to be told again. We're told again every day by what? Reading our word, renewing our mind and jumping on what God has for us. He, he, he was wealthy in his stock, right? He was wealthy in all his stuff. He could see that. He traveled around. He, God, God, gave, he, God gave him all that. So he saw that. He had no problem believing the wealth part, right? Because he could see it. But we're going to go a step further. There's things God hasn't given to us yet that he has for us that we're asking for that we're going to stand on, that we're going to hold in our hand. And he's saying, listen, go out and look again. I need you to go out and see, get it in your mind. Don't let the things of this world conform you. Don't believe other voices. Don't let them be louder than me. Go out and see. There's things we need to get it in front of our eyes. If there's things you're believing for, Post it around your house. Put it in front of you so you can actually physically see it. Here's, here's what I'm believing God for. Write it out. Don't just have it in your mind. Write it out and be like, listen, I'm believing for this part of my body to be healed. Put it down. I'm believing for this part to be transformed in my finances. Put it down. I'm believing for this to be transformed in my family life. I have kids that have run away from the Lord. I'm calling them back in. Put their names down today. Be proactive with our faith. Faith is an action. We don't just sit there and we don't just pray in a prayer closet and be like, oh God, oh please, please, if it's your will, if, if there's nothing else you ever do for me, uh, if you know. We're not going to be whiny prayer babies and we're not going to be prayer projects for the rest of our life. We're going to get testimonies under our belt and then we're going to go out and be like, listen, look what God has done for me. If he did it for me, he can do it for you. He's no respecter of persons. In Jesus name. Amen. I feel that. So look over in Genesis uh, 15. So we did 12. We did 13. Time has passed again. He hasn't seen it. So we read these chapters in the Bible, and I think sometimes we think it's all back to back, right? There's like no, now you'll say, you know, at this time or took this, this long to get to the next land. But for the most part, we tend to read these chapters and I think we feel like they're like almost backed up to each other. Like day one, day two, uh, there's a few days here, now we're on day five. No, you know, years have passed and there's still a word that Abraham needs to see, okay? And so you have to realize you might not be holding your miracle yet in your hand, but God has it for you. And as we renew our mind, as we transform our thoughts, as we get a hold of the power of our mind, as uh, Pastor Nancy Dufresne says, the mental arena that we cast aside the thoughts of the enemy. We cast aside things that don't line up with God's word. We're gonna actually hold what God has for us. So look in Genesis 15, one through six. Sometime later, the Lord spoke to Abram in a vision and said to him, do not be afraid, Abram, for I will protect you and your reward will be great. But Abraham replied, so now time has passed. And he said, I still haven't seen it. He said, oh, sovereign Lord, what good are all your blessings? You know, like I said, he had plenty of money. He had plenty of livestock. He was wealthy in the physical department. Um, since you've given me no children, Eliezer of Damascus, a servant in my household, hold, will inherit my wealth. 
You have given me no descendants of my own, so one of my servants will be my heir. Then the Lord said to him, No, your servant will not be your heir. Because he's saying, No, that's not what I told you. I didn't just guess at telling you you're going to be the father of many nations, that you're going to have as many descendants, hey, Rose, as you can see in the sky. I didn't have you go out all those nights and stare at the stars, okay? You know, Jesus always knows what he's doing. God always knows. we're, We're not, he always knows. Everything he has, what does it say his will is? Pleasing and perfect and good. So he always knows what he has for us. He didn't have him go out looking like a a ding dong all those nights and staring at the stars going, yeah, those are going to be all my descendants. And then be like, well, no, actually I was wrong a couple of chapters ago. So, you know, really that's not, not for you. Change my mind. God doesn't change his mind. It's us. If we don't get something, it's on us. If, if we're not believing right, it's on us. God is not double-minded. In James, it says, a double-minded man is unstable in what ways? All of his ways. That means he, he's making bad decisions left and right. All his ways. And what else does it say? He will receive nothing from me. Nothing. And so God wants to give it to you. But if you're like a wave, boop, boop, in, out, back and forth, You're not going to receive anything, but that's not us. We're getting a hold of the power of our mind today so we can be transformed for this year of 2023 and during this fast. So we're not swayed. We're not wavered. What we came into this year with of the words that God has told us, that's it. We've made up our mind and we've put a period at the end of what God has told us, not a question mark. Right? I want you to write that. I've put a period at what God has told me, not a question mark. All right. And he says, no, your servant will not be your heir, for you will have a son of your own who will be your heir. Then the Lord, (laughs) here he goes again. Then the Lord took Abram outside and said to him, look up into the sky and count the stars if you can. That's how many descendants you will have. And this is the only chapter, the only chapter, right? So see, even though we're like, oh, who is one of the generals of faith? You know, we say Abraham. Listen, we went through it several chapters. The Lord told him, this is what you're going to have. But when he finally believed, right? When he finally believed, meaning he took the word that he had and he put it on a what? A foundation. He put it on the foundation of what God told him. And now the Bible says, uh, and Abraham believed the Lord and the Lord counted him as as righteous because of his faith. When you activate your faith, you're counted as righteous and you're going to have what God told you you can have. He's going to tell you things, but until you activate your faith and put that on a firm foundation, um, until you activate your faith and put it on a firm foundation, it's just going to sit there. It's just going to be like, okay, I'm going to keep telling you, this is what I have for you. But you're going to have to do your part. And what is it? Your faith is going to activate. So, yeah, he told Abram, uh, a.k.a. Abraham, (laughs) and all the other chapters, hey, go out and look at the stars. But look, once you can see he activated his faith, then the Lord said, I count you as righteous. Hallelujah. All right. So God had him go out and look at what he was receiving. When we have that vision in our mind, all right, it connects with our heart and our Holy Spirit, the, the, the spirit man that lives inside of us, the, 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 the Holy Spirit that runs our lives, that leads us and guides us into all truth, all right? 
seeing is everything. That's why last year the Lord had me out of Numbers 13 over and over and over again. And I thought, Lord, people are going to think this is the only thing. But it was so important that we know that if we look through our spiritual eyes and renew our mind, we're going to have what God has for us. And I will say I ended 2022 extremely happy. And I always start the year and I'm like, Lord, you always have done so much. How can you top the next? And then he goes and blows my mind even more. And that's what you guys are going to have. A mind blowing year. You're going to be able to use that emoji with like the little half brain up here. And ah. <laughs> so seeing is everything and it connects us to the power of the mind. So see what I wrote down for Abram. Now his faith had the picture in his mind. God kept saying, go out and look at the stars. That's what you're going to have. So you know what? Go look at yourself in the mirror and say what you are about your healing. Go look at yourself in the mirror and, and talk about how I'm not dealing with anxiety and depression and fear anymore. You have authority over it. That's what Christ died on the cross for. So we can live a powerful life on earth, not just live on earth. He has work for us to do. And we can't be battling this stuff. We can't let our mind take control because it just, you know, Jesus is coming back soon. We've got things we got to do. And so the vision of what God told him became a firm foundation to lock his faith into. So that's what I want you to get today is that vision the power of the mind, by renewing it, we're going to see what God has for us. We're going to hold what God has for us. So it doesn't matter what you feel. Uh, Pastor Nancy said this before um, when I was listening to her preach. It doesn't matter what you feel. It's an influence to accept the threats of the mind. What matters is what you choose to cooperate with. What you choose to cooperate with. Sometimes I don't feel like doing things or, you know, you could go by, I don't feel very well, or I don't feel this. You know, there's times where I've done that with Ted. I'm like, I don't really, I don't think I'm going to do broadcasts anymore. I don't think I'm going to do that. I don't, still don't feel, you know what I mean? I've had to like, those are over the last couple of years, there's times where you get like that and you're like, I don't. And it's like, no, I'm going to renew my mind. I'm going to ask the Lord for a fresh word. I'm going to ask the Lord to give me this. He's called me. I'm not going to let it go to waste. And so we have to do that. We don't go by what we feel. I'm sure when uh, he's being told, you're going to be the father of many nations, look at all the stars in the sky. He's like, um, I feel old. <laughs> they were old when they had a baby. I feel old. I don't feel like I'm going to be a father to a lot of a lot of people. I feel old. But if we go by that rather than the word that God told me or told him, told us, told me, told you, you know, then <laughs> then that's what we're going to get. All we're going to get is our feelings. That's all we're going to go home with. We're not going to go home with anything awesome. You're going to go home with feelings. And sometimes I'm ready to leave those at the door. And so greater is he than is in you. He's greater than your feelings. He's greater than your thoughts. He's the greatness inside of you. The belief, okay, he had didn't have any place to rest on. That's why I talked about at the beginning, a firm foundation. That the doubt, what? The doubt was the barren of Sarah, right? Barrenness his servant inheriting the property that was already strong in his mind. But God said, listen, let me take you out again. in chapter 15, let me remind you of your promise. And once it clicked and he got that vision and the power of his mind, he adapted it. And God said, listen, you are considered righteous because of your faith. All right. And one other person I thought of was David. You know, he was knowledgeable about the power of God. He didn't just start believing God for strength when he approached Goliath, did he? Was that like his first encounter? He didn't, uh, no. What, what, I wrote down this, <laughs> the vision of him, okay? This is how powerful your mind is. 
the vision of him taking out the bear and the lion gave him the thoughts of victory. His past testimony. The, the pa That's what I'm saying. We overcome by the blood of the lamb and the power of our testimony. We overcome our thoughts with testimonies. We, hey, faith, we overcome the, the works of the enemy with the thoughts of you've done it before. I've seen you do it through so-and-so. I've seen you do it for me. We overcome that saying, hey, you are going to come through for me. So that's what David did. He, he didn't just start believing God for strength when he saw Goliath. Past victories. He saw in his mind, what? The bear. Oh, my leg just fell asleep. He saw in his mind <laughs> the lion that he killed with his bare hands. And he said, you know what? I see it. I believe it. I see it. Uh, my past victories is now going to give me a current victory, right? My past victories is going to pull my victories into my present. In Jesus' name, I feel that. Our past victories are going to pull in our present victories into our life. And then so on. Look what the Bible says, what David said in Psalm 119.24. Uh, this is the New Living, but I looked this one up in um, the Amplified. And I like the way the Amplified said, but it says, your testimonies, this is David, your testimonies are also my delight, right? And my counselor. What does a counselor do? Teach, you learn from them, you get insight, right? That's what, like, like that's the title of what a count, you go see a counselor because you're trying to figure something out. You're trying to get insight. You're trying to get wisdom. You're trying to get something fixed. So you go see a counselor, but look at that. Your testimonies are also my delight and my counselor. So let those testimonies, let that past victory, if it happened to you or someone else you know, because God is not a respecter of persons, if he did it for one and do it for the other, let the past victory bring in your present victories. All right, we're going higher this year. Uh, John 5, 19, I brought it up earlier. Jesus said, I tell you the truth, the son can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees the father doing. Whatever the father does, the son also does. When you think about that verse, did you think about, did God ever come down? What did Jesus see? What did Jesus see? He had a direct connection with God, his mind. By what? He'd go off and pray. He'd go off and spend time with his heavenly father. He would go, go off and that's where he would get what God had told him. That's what he would get what he needed to do, right? So he's saying, I only do what my father does. Well, God never came down to earth. So it'd be like uh, Maddie seeing and standing in front of me and seeing what I'm doing. I lift my arm, she lifts her arm. Well, God didn't come down in front of Jesus. So how do you think, you know, he connected himself with the father to be like, listen, I'm connecting. I'm putting on the mind of Christ. I'm putting on my heavenly father's mind so I can operate, work in miracles, know what God has for me, the next steps. All right, so we're gonna go off in our prayer of time and fasting. We're gonna say, I'm connecting myself with you, God. What do you have for me? What is it that you're speaking to me about? I'm going to renew my mind. I'm gonna transform myself so I can have the new, the fresh, the daily bread that God promises us. So connecting our mind to the word is connecting it to the Lord's mind. Because look what God literally did. I love because Ted always preaches out of this verse, but I thought of it when I was um, writing this out in the last couple of days was John 1:14, And the word Christ became flesh and lived among us, right? So God sent his word to earth in a man's body, Jesus. So he literally sent his word to earth in a, in a man form, and that was Jesus. <clears throat> Saw his glory, glory as belongs to the one and only begotten Son of the Father, the Son who is truly unique. I did the Amplified again. 
the one of his kind who is full of grace and truth, absolutely free from deception. So God literally sent his word. We have a firm foundation. We have control of our mind. We're going to be like, listen, Lord, I'm, I'm stepping out what you've told me to do. I'm being counted as righteous. I'm taking my faith. I'm going to activate it during this time of 21 days of prayer and fasting. And um, Colossians 3, 2, I'll end today is think about the things of heaven, not the things of the earth. So when we literally take our thoughts, when we take our mind and connect it to our heavenly father, we got one system, right? We got one phone line. We got one uh, voice of communication going back and forth. And that's going to be us. That's going to be us. We're going to have what God has for us. Like I said, we're not going to look the same. At the end of the year, our Finances are not going to look the same. Even our stuff that's physical, our house might not look the same. We might be living somewhere else. Uh, the, the way we, we talk is going to be different. The way we operate is going to look different. We're going to higher levels. We're going to do things for Christ and by his spirit that we have never done before. And I'm excited about it. I'm excited to be used mightily by God. And you too. You're not without. It doesn't matter fivefold ministry or not. You're counted righteous. You're counted as a child of God. There's things that he's going to use you for to change this world and to change this nation. But we're going to transform our mind. We're going to renew it in the mighty name of Jesus. And we're not looking the same. So Heavenly Father, as we are on day three of this fast, as we're coming to you, as we are renewing our mind by the word of God, it's a refreshing. Lord, I ask you now as we put on the mind of Christ that the things that uh, we're believing God for. Are gonna, we're going to hold the mighty testimony in our hand uh, at the end of this fast and throughout the year. This is going to be a year of mighty testimonies. It is going to be a year of mighty testimonies, just like it said in your word in Psalm, that we are pleased by the testimonies, but it's also our counselor. We are going to hold uh, past victories in our hand that are going to pull our present victories into our life in the mighty name of Jesus. And this is a year where we're not just going up one level, but we're going up multiple levels uh, in the word, in our reading, in our receiving of the word. We're going to have quick healing for, for fasting causes that. That's what we've learned in the word of God, that our, our health will spring up quickly, that we're going to get what God has for us. We're not going to be confused. We're not going to be conformed to this world. We're not going to have the what ifs. We're going to live by faith. We're going to be counted as righteous in the mighty name of Jesus. I ask you, Lord, during this fast, as we have presented the things to you, Lord, there's questions we presented to you, Lord. There's asks that we have presented to you, Lord. There's things that we're calling in for our family, for our finances. I ask you, Lord, that as you tell us to go out, just like you did with Abram and say, look, look for the north, look to the south, look to the east, to the west. These are the things I'm giving to you. Just believe, just take my word and put it on a firm foundation in the mighty name of Jesus. And we are gonna hold mighty miracles in our hand. As we set this time aside, Lord, to not eat, as we set this side a time to press in, as we set this side a time, this time aside to receive the revelation of the word of God, that it gets deposited into our spirits, that we are considered righteous, that we are transformed. We're not moved by the government. I don't care what happens this year. I don't care what they decide to throw our way. I don't care what they decide to conjure up. I don't care what they decide to uh, try to uh, uh, scare us with. We will not be moved for we stand on a firm foundation, just like it says in, in uh, the New Testament, where it talks about how the storm may come against the house. But our house is so built on a firm foundation, we won't even know that there's waves crashing against it. Thank you, Jesus, for our children. Lord, such, such an anointing this morning came on me when I was praying for my children and the children of, of people that I know, that they're not going to be like anybody else. 
Lord, they're going to be deposited uh, the word of God. They're not going to be transformed by this world. They're only going to be transformed by the word of God. I ask you now that for a hedge of protection around them, I ask you now for angels to come and minister to them, that they be filled at an early possible age with the Holy Spirit. They're not going to be uh, tricked by the ways of this world. They're not going to be tricked by uh, the, the lies and the voice of the enemy for they'll know right away, right away in the mighty name of Jesus, your voice. For the Bible says in John that a, a sheep, the sheep know the shepherd's voice. I ask you now, Lord, to make that evident in our children of all ages, for they will have the answer. They will hold the answer for the change in this world in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that you help us to be the best parents. You give us wisdom. You give us love. You give us patience. You give us self-control. You help us in every area that we feel lacking in, that our faith is rising to a new level, that we are going to be the best representation of you, Father God, in our household, in our marriages, in our family, to our spouse, that you've made us strong and mighty in the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that you've given us strength on this fast. Thank you that we're pushing in, that we're, we are going to get what you've uh, listed to us, what you've said is ours, that our identity in Christ and the mighty name of Jesus, that we take out of our mind any thoughts that are not of you, any thoughts that are not set on things above, any thoughts that are mediocre, any thoughts that deal with anxiety and depression and fear, for those are lies of the enemy. He is the father of lies and we only serve one father and that's our heavenly father. I ask now if anyone's battling that, that peace be still in their mind. Peace be still for you give us supernatural rest, supernatural peace. You said, Lord, if we put on the mind of Christ, peace is the benefit of putting on the mind of Christ. Thank you, Lord, that we will not battle the what ifs. We will not battle fear. We will not battle questions. We will only put our blinders on and do and act and say what the word of God does. Thank you, Lord, that our health springs up speedily, that we're strong in the Lord. Our bones are good. Our eyesight will not grow dim. Our mind will not uh, deplete that we are strong and full of wisdom. And thank you, Jesus, for your perfect peace. That's right, Rose. Thank you, Lord, for your perfect peace. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Thank you, Lord, for... Uh, I'm, thank you, Lord. I'm still like, I've been praying this morning, praying with you guys. I'm just going to thank the Lord all day long, which, which I do because I'm so excited to uh, be in this year. I know like some people are like, oh, I wish it would slow down and go so fast, but I don't know. I'm just like excited for the things that God is doing. Um, and uh, I'm excited to do them with you guys, that Victory Tribe. Woo, woo. You guys are awesome for hanging out with me for an hour. Thank you. It means a lot that you would take your time and set it aside. And um, I just know that if we can uh, get this down, that mental arena, knowing that we have authority over the thoughts, and then we can see what God has for us and get that vision in our mind and then paint it on the canvas of our heart, we can't take it away. It, you know what I mean? It's like, it's, you've been taught something, right? The sky is blue. Well, someone cannot come in and tell you it's green. You will refuse to believe it. It's what you see. It's what you've been taught. It's what you know. So if we can take that same concept with the word of God and be like, it's what I see. It's what I've been taught. It's what I know. Then nobody can talk you out of it. Nobody can talk you out of what God has for you and what God has uh, told you. So we have to make sure we take that this year of our thoughts and transform them and use what God's given us to see and then plant it on a firm foundation. Then our faith has something to latch onto, right? 
or have something to dig our nails into and hook them in and not let go. I'm not gonna see my family go to hell. I'm not gonna see the enemy torment them. I'm not gonna see me go backwards in life. I'm not gonna see my children be prodigal kids. They don't have to be. They don't have to go out and learn the ways of this world and then come back in to have a great testimony. No, there's a testimony of God's keeping power and what I work hard at and what I pray for, I'm going to see in Jesus' name. So we can absolutely get a hold of what God has for us during this fast.